0: I've been watching a bit of Mr Happy, Xenos, and Golden Top, uh, mostly Mr Happy actually, and it's been interesting. Yeah. Um, it does look like it's, it's, it definitely looks a lot harder than I feel like the other ones, uh, especially with the lack of progress some of them have made with the fact they've been stuck on the transition phase between phase one and two. Yeah. The transition phase, not not the real fight, but just transition.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the Casually Hardcore Podcast. My name is Brian, and joining us, we have a very special uh, guest. You've seen him before on previous uh, reaction videos and podcasts. Chili, welcome back to the program. Happy episode 47 to you, sir.
0: Thank you. I'd love to be... Um, happy to be back on.
1: So we've got a lot to talk about, and we actually shifted this podcast over to Mixer because we're going to run this pretty quickly over here on uh, on the work to game YouTube channel, namely because we have some breaking news from YoshiP. Uh, He put out a post in regards to the feedback he's received from Patch 5.11's Rebuilding of Ishgard regarding the uh, the, basically the Concerted Works, a.k.a. the Fate, and more. So we're going to actually jump into that uh, pretty much right off the top, and then we're going to go into a bigger conversation about the state of Final Fantasy 14, talking about all the excitement. If anybody's worried about stories and spoilers, just note that if we do get to that, that's going to be towards the end of the video. We'll mark uh kind of any spoilers that we get into pretty much everything's going to be focusing on ultimate on the restoration and more uh, we do want to thank our uh sp- our sponsors with the shadow pc if you guys check the link in the description below you can get 10 dollars off check it out for 10 days we've been doing cloud gaming uh since the summer i played 14 i play uh <laughs> i play destiny 2 i play many games in the cloud and uh it's only going to be getting better because that's the whole pitch behind cloud gaming so if you have the internet and you want to check it out they've got data centers around the world and you can go check out their site link is in the description also you can use the code do work to save that ten dollars and check it out uh, as well anyway if you do let us know what you think about it we've been hearing a lot of good feedback from those who actually have uh internet that supports it um i think you, you just need anywhere from 25 megabits a second down to have a really decent time with that with business concluded we've already <laughs> introduced chili multiple times and so i want to dive in really into this Uh, breaking post yoshi put it up Mm -hmm. chris you've got it up let's go ahead and dive into what yoshi p is saying here
2: yeah this is quite a shift our last podcast was with tanner from robocast we had a chance to talk about nostalgia in games this is a current game so for this for those of you that haven't been playing final fantasy 14 we have been we've begun the rebuilding of ishgard that has been long anticipated long discussed content We have started that and there's been some initial drama around day one. So, uh, Naoki Yoshida has responded and says, hello, everyone. This is Final Fantasy 14 producer and director Yoshi P. We've received a lot of feedback regarding the Asgardian restoration and have the following, uh, have been following the ongoing discussion. Thank you for your interest in this new content. There are two points in particular I would like to address. Uh the first is World Visit System and Firmament Player Cap. Around the time that the concerted works began, we saw a lot of players using the world visit system, which caused the firmament in the world they were trying to reach uh, its player cap, and many players were unable to participate in concerted works in their home world as a result. This point came up during the development of the Ishgardian Restoration, and we were aware of the risks involved in players visiting other worlds to help. However, we decided not to place those kinds of restrictions on the world visit system for the following reasons. The number of crafters and gatherers varies considerably between worlds. The worlds with the most crafters and gatherers have over four times as many as those with the least. Worlds with low numbers of crafters and gatherers would struggle to carry out concerted works without visitors from other worlds, creating a risk that those players would not be able to experience this content as intended. The difference in the number of active crafters and gatherers is the main reason for the varying degrees of progress between the various worlds shown on the Lodestone Builders Progress Report. To help ease this disparity, we decided to allow players to visit other worlds within their data center and lend their assistance to the Asgardian restoration efforts of the world. This is the first time we have implemented this type of cross-world content, and we apologize for the issues described above. However, for the first few days following the release of this content, we would like to observe the trends in each world before coming to any decisions. We understand that being unable to participate in the Ashgardian restoration on your own world can be very stressful, but rest assured that we are preparing emergency measures that we can put into action so that the situation dis- deteriorate. At which time we will announce an announcement will be made in the meantime, we ask for your patience and understanding, as we work to improve your experience with this content. The second point is end-game content for crafters and gatherers. Based on the information shared in the producer's live letter, a number of players were under the impression the entirety of Ishgardian Restoration would be designed as end-game content. Following its release, some of these players have expressed opinions that it does not contain anything difficult to be considered end-game content and have been disappointed as a result. As we recently discussed in the producer's live letter, the Ishgardian Restoration is planned for release in installments across several patches. And while we are taking in-game content into consideration as we develop uh, various systems for this content, what was released in patch 5.11 is but the first of these installments. I would like to take this opportunity to reiterate the concepts behind the Ishgardian Restoration as a whole. This content is linked to the story that unfolds in the main scenario, and for the most part, it is designed so that it can be enjoyed by all of our players. It is worth bearing in mind that the quest to unlock this content can also be completed by Disciples of War and Magic, and that low-level crafters and gatherers are able to take part in its core elements. In fact, the improvements in Patch 5.1 to make crafters and gatherers more accessible are directly linked to the concept for Ishgardian Restoration. Our aim was to introduce crafting and gathering to players who have never tried it before, so we designed this opening section to appeal to as many players as possible. For that reason, the concerted works were created in a way that does not demand a high degree of skill to enjoy. Rather than beginning by narrowing down the types of players who can participate, we made the first installment in patch 5.1 in a way that would allow uh, players to experience the restoration as an ongoing and evolving project. Since this is the start of a new series of content, uh, for the first part, the various elements that comprise it are remarkably simple. It currently does not include any in-game content that the development team is considering. In particular, the concerted works were created to allow as many players as possible to participate. As for the upcoming installments, we plan to provide a substantial crafting and gathering experience, as well as introduce aspects designed as in-game content. You will begin to see these in updates from patch 5.2 onwards we apologize to those crafters and gatherers including fishers who are expecting new ways to play but we'll be adding high difficulty recipes a ranking system and scratch off tickets named to be determined (laughs) uh in future updates which we are sure will be worth the wait more details will follow in an upcoming producer's letter live so please keep your eye out for that and as always we are grateful to all of you the players for your feedback and support
1: boom baby that is uh i loved loved every word that you just read uh it's something chris and i kind of just put a video together if you guys haven't seen it link is you know it's on the channel be sure to like favorite subscribe share social media um (laughs) you you know know, i'm getting
0: a bit of a flashback while he was reading that though yeah especially near the end
1: which 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 part what like talk to me about your flashback
0: oh hello eureka yeah
1: (laughs) <laughs> hands down hands down and let me finish the thought <laughs> the uh yeah like and that's where eureka in and of itself despite like its instance nature like valdez and arsenal and more Like, it wasn't really, like, delivered 100%, and thus, like, by the time the third iteration came around, it was much more enjoyable. But for me, the Ishgardian Restoration is the first major piece of MMO content that we've seen in this game. You could argue Eureka, because it it did funnel people into, like, a specific zone. Well, no, it's just
0: the way they're doing this reminds me of how how the fact that Eureka started off small and they knew that the future plans were going to expand it, just Mm -hmm. like how we know that 5.2 will be adding Gathering. Because currently 5.1 doesn't have gathering scripts, while 5.2 will actually have gathering areas. Mm -hmm. Um, This just reminds me of the the whole, you know, adding new features every every sort of.
1: Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing?
0: Uh, It's good, but I wish they'd added some actual gathering stuff in this one for Mm -hmm. those that do want to gather, because the XP from the crafting side is, is ridiculous.
2: So you can still get a ton of experience from just straight up gathering nodes. Yeah. I think we did the math yesterday, and Brian was getting roughly like a two hundred fiftieth of a level. So you, so one to two stacks should level you just from a hard gathering method, which is the yeah. least effective way to measure. And you are making a crazy amount of money.
1: Yeah, I well, made I, 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 I leveled up four times, and I made uh, like five million gil, and I wasn't. And I was using more of my materials. You and then know. it was
0: me. I was just going to the market board and buying all the
1: right. And, and I ended up because <laughs> I thank made you so for five million guild. Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank, thank you, uh, no Because problem. I made so much money, I ended up just also going out and buying more, and that actually had yeah. me create a lot of materials. I ended up getting a lot of scripts. I was able to put a guide together and basically told people don't waste your money on those uh, aetherite tickets because <laughs> it was like what a joke. The
0: attorney said golden honey sold very well oh
1: i bet like it and that's one of the things that i like really loved about it because i felt and i feel like even though right now we're doing a podcast i feel like progress is being made uh that Mm -hmm. whether i'm engaging with it at the moment or i'm engaging with it later that as a server this is something where Mm -hmm. i am not the hero of the story I'm a cog in a bigger machine. I'm the adventurer of 1.0. I'm not the warrior of light of 2.0, um, and that's just how this content makes me feel. And I actually really appreciate that um, that piece of it. And they did talk about how like it's going to be like they got more stuff coming, and yeah. that's the iterative process of development. Hopefully, what hopefully this isn't a telling a retelling of Eureka in which that they actually didn't have enough time, they couldn't make Eureka the way they wanted to, and this they had to break it up eureka was delayed this doesn't feel like it was delayed in my Oh no,
0: this feels really well done but the thing is i don't like the the whole being able to jump over to do the fates i feel like they could said that it's because there's not enough people that are on certain servers i feel like they should have because it's going to be a couple of weeks until the next patch because we've got early december we've got blue major and pvp Uh, they know it already works okay they should have just limited it to the servers and seen how many people started leveling up crafters because i don't touch crafters until this Mm -hmm. and i disagree
1: let let Shelly finish with that and then i want chris uh
0: i'm sure a lot of people have jumped into crafters because of this so they should have seen how many people responded and then flipped the switch if there's not they see there's not enough people
2: so i could see i could see a compromise being that we'll let the concerted work run once and then i don't know how this works from a coding standpoint but we'll let it run once and then if it fails the next time it will be allowed to be visited um so i could see there being a compromise but i would say that This not only helps the servers that don't have enough crafters, but those servers that have four times as many, um, I was not able to get into the one on Sargatonis. and it's more than possible there are enough crafters on the server I play on that I wouldn't have been able to get in even if the world visit system was not enabled for it, because there's just too many on Sargatonis, which means I could then jump over to Siren, which is a lower populated server on my data center, and try to help them with theirs because I missed mine. Uh, And so I actually jumped over to Siren, I wasn't able to get into that one either uh so so i tried using the world visit system and i appreciate mm-hmm. that i was given more than one ticket to the event um i appreciate that i was able to kind of try multiple times my intent wasn't to go complete stage one as many times in a row um so if they want to kind of put that restriction in place i could see yeah that's
0: the main problem i have is i've no i know people that were just jumping from server to server to get as many as they could
1: like a simple like so from a coding perspective the it's not actually a coding uh, issue in my uh my professional opinion it's actually more of a user understanding issue so it's like when we when we build Mm -hmm. applications does the user know how to interact with the application? If they press this button, does the desired effect happen or does something else that they didn't expect happen that can cause fear and creation? So the easier solution or compromise, in my opinion, is doing a concerted work Put you on a 24-hour lockout or a 16-hour lockout from doing another one thus ensuring that you're not going to hop from a to b to c to d well no
0: make it an eight because there seem to be about eight hours in eight. between
1: <laughs> not trying to make it like a no i was just pulling a number out of my out of my head okay. yeah but so i'm just, just saying i think some that, i think some form in which that you can't go from a to b to c every yeah five i think
0: minutes. In the states are eight hours apart so maybe have it an eight hour yeah, hey, something six
1: it's like, yeah. yeah something yeah. where it's just like oh it popped uh, on sarg well i I got mm-hmm. into this and that's thus thus basically thinning the queue um oh many people got to do this they they achieved it now the, the thing that I talked to chris about personally was like I don't see that the conservative work offers any unique reward that you can't right now currently get in scripts maybe that mm-hmm. would change maybe there's an achievement and I understand that kind of concept obviously this there's an excitement to it but when people kind of go into it and say hey I got experience and I got I got scripts. Cool. Like you're getting experience in scripts by the big, bigger phase that leads up to that, that doesn't require you to be in the zone. So unless there was some real major tie in reward, sure you want to do it, but that's the beauty. That's where I kind of come from. The other angle of it is that Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if I do it or don't, as long as somebody does it, we're all a team. So whether I'm checked in and in the zone doing this event or I'm not, where I I get credit for the event because it's moving progress forward as a server. It's not an individualized experience, and I think that's where the mind that's where the game has somewhat set itself up for this kind of frustration and drama. Namely, because so much of it is instance and individualized, so it does set the tone. So that like for the last several years we've been marching to the Warrior of Light drum that we are the hero and the conqueror and the savior, yeah. etc. And then all of a sudden it's like. I, I, you know, like, were you here for this thing? No, and that's a really we important. We did it without moment.
0: you. We did it without
1: you. We didn't need you, and that should be a relief. <laughs> if, if we I'll really... admit
0: though, I was a little offended when they said, "Oh, we need your papers." I'm like, really, me? You need, you need papers on who I am?
1: Like, come on, guys. These like, dragons I to, might I to,
0: say hello. <laughs> I have to
1: go to other other shards. Don't care. I have to go to other de- like uh, like whole yeah. different dimensions so people don't know who I am. Yeah. And then I save that dimension <laughs> and then I have to hop again because I'm so good at saving people. But no, Apple I love the, I love being a small piece of a bigger machine. And that's one of the things that I think this brings about. And thus, like if people can't get into the concerted work, what I was telling Chris is that like, yeah, like if in six weeks you were just like pulling your hair out because you haven't had the opportunity to do one of these things because of the problem of hopping, not because of a timing. Like you're like, oh, it popped when I was at 3 a.m. I'll, I'll wait around, but it's like every time I'm online, I'm there in the zone, and it just can't handle it because it's so popular. People want so much for it. Figure it out, and that's what Yoshi P ended up basically set, you know, setting. I don't, I don't see his 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 tactic as actually being wrong. I see it as very exciting. I see it as a very good sign for a healthy game that so many people are interested in this. It has I nothing to like do with battle yet. Go ahead, Chili. The
0: thing is, I feel like once people have got their mounts. Because the the cool mount, and mm-hmm. um, once people have leveled up their jobs, then it's going to die you out a bit. Because yeah, you're guarant- you're guaranteed the level by the way for the fate. If you get, if you get gold, it's a guaranteed level.
1: Yeah, that's the ultimate thing. Like, there's going to be individual you know drive that that puts people into it, and then mm-hmm. there's still the also community server drive. So let's say somebody in in today or tomorrow knocks out their mounts. They're not that expensive. Like I made a couple of thousand. Uh, you know a couple thousand scripts yesterday uh, i only need like 14 thousand fifteen thousand to basically get everything i want but i still in my mind am going to be participating in it i was just downstairs last night crafting and gathering doing and doing way more than i've and, and being pulled in in a kind of a um in a passive way you know i can sit yeah. back and have it like and julie and I were watching uh you know a comedy special and i'm just Kind of grinding away, and I'm loving every second of it. It's re- it was really weird because I haven't had that personal experience with this game since 1.0, uh, and that's just something that I because I, I love seeing people out in the world. Uh, I guess the last time, maybe that's not true. The la- with when Blue Mage dropped, but obviously they run into this you know this wall. Like let's say in two weeks, no one's touching this content. Ultimately, that's going to be feel like Blue Mage. Like it's like okay, thank you for the two weeks of enjoyment. Let me know when there's a new update. Like, they need to figure out a way, a Paragon or a Merit system or something in which that XP doesn't lose value so that anything that gives XP maintains its value. Uh, <laughs> um, Chili, <laughs> any other thoughts on uh, what Yoshi P wrote? Because he talked about it from two, en- uh, two perspectives. Uh, we we kind of talked about the, the rush of, uh, of the Concerted Works. What about the endgame uh, perspective?
0: Well, I, we, I thought we already knew that this wasn't going to be, that at least the first part wasn't going to be endgame because they talked about all the stuff to help low-level players get through it.
1: Maybe we did as a major enthusiasts and people who cover the game, uh, you know. Well, <laughs> but I guess if you didn't if look you, into it. If
2: you read the patch notes and listened to the live letter, you knew this. Yeah. But not yeah. everybody that plays this game does those things.
0: Spoilers, most people don't do those things
2: right and so those people that's where the yeah. frustration comes from right that that bulk of players that didn't get that message
1: yeah that's why we kept hammering home because i was more worried yeah. the blowback would be like why can't i get my ishgard house you know it's like people are like oh ishgard's house is coming yeah I after to, we, we do keep... all of this and this could take this could that means six maybe it means 6.0 like we don't know how long i want to say 5.5 5. that, that may, would make sense that would be a really exciting yeah. thing for five five Um, I I think what I really actually appreciate this is that it kind of feels how ARR and Heavensward felt with the rebuilding of the zones. Uh, How that would happen patch over patch. Like visually you would see that happen. Even though you weren't doing turn-ins. But it still felt like everything you were doing was narratively doing that. And then with Stormblood they went more the individual instance piece of it. This bringing it back to kind of a society uh, perspective. I I, really I appreciate. Good.
0: I had an idea on Twitter that I suggested that they they could do really, and this might sound a bit weird to some people. Okay. But they announced that there's going to be season rewards that you can only get once. That's awesome. If you win the season reward, you can't win it again.
1: That's fantastic. And then now at some what, point, it should if, go away, like from a seasonal perspective. Yeah.
0: What if the season reward is the ability to pre-purchase one of the housing plots? That would be amazing. I'm because honest. you you're the one who put so much effort into it, and you're the one who helped build the the most. Yeah, you didn't get. Oh, here's people would
2: be so mad. Here's,
0: well, no, no. but, but I, I don't have time
2: to be the top ranked person in they a can, season.
0: They can be mad
1: all they want. It's the whole like you didn't take time to help me bake the bread. Now you want to come eat yeah. the bread. Julie will always tell that story. It's but like, I paid for the bread. Did you gather I the wheat? Did you? Uh, you say, did this grind this season
0: um, Yeah, not number one, but there's more than one house. It could be like the top <laughs> fifty. <laughs> no i they, love the idea they can make it i script love based. the they idea can make it
1: script based yeah. to where you just like oh well, by, by playing naturally you you've yeah. accrued a ton of scripts you can buy you can pre pre purchase your plot of land in ishgard They're which crafted. i tell you right now i'm not interested in housing i would buy and move to ishgard depending on how mm-hmm. it ultimately ends up looking uh, i do like the beach and it might end up being that hey i got my personal mm-hmm. house in ishgard Boom! I'm a part of the problem. Uh,
2: <laughs> the, um, I'm getting two houses in Ishgard.
0: <laughs> I used to have two houses, which pissed people off. So I, oh no! Like, it's housing. Housing
1: has been like it has been a major point oh. of contention. Zoila's uh, so actually talking about how Fisher got uh, completely uh, forgotten uh, yeah. this time around. Uh, Chris, you're a major fisherman.
2: I love fishing. What
1: part of so like? In,
2: so on one hand, I'm incredibly frustrated with how simple the system is right now and how it doesn't favor mm-hmm. in-game players from a standpoint of they say they're gonna deliver another half, but there are systems in-game that promise complexity in the future and that future never shows up. So my concern is, is what if we don't get Baldizzi and Arsenal? What if, what if they get halfway through the Ishgard restoration and go, meh? I what don't do think they to- will, but what if they do? Now, well, Geffen- Fisher Ge- Sorry, doesn't... Geffen. So Fisher doesn't have a place this early on. Like, so they said in the live letter that the the restoration is going to be a huge construction. And so the first thing you do in any major construction process is you set up where supplies are gonna land, you set up scaffolding, you set up cranes, you set up areas where the workers will congregate that doesn't involve fishing. Now, if the next area is, okay, now we have to bring in all the NPCs that are gonna help us. Those NPCs might need food. They might need equipment. All of a sudden that focuses on a very different, lore-wise, if that's a step, that would be a step. So I just think fishers don't really, just like in real life, fishers aren't involved in set up scaffolding what and crates. What
1: are cranes. you doing? Throwing fish at it? <laughs> uh, oh, that's Blue I, Mage's job. Yeah, Blue Mage. <laughs> We, 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 oh, that would be such a funny, like, meme on the game as well as kind of like a, just a kind of, like, in a, I would yeah. laugh so hard if all of a sudden you yeah, see blue Mages over in the corner, like, <laughs> yeah, we got, well, because, like, I was talking with Larry's R about this today, uh, and he says, like, I thought, like, they were, they'd also talked about some point even having battle, uh, you know, battle classes having some kind yeah. of impact or ha- a thing, and the thing I say about that is that this content makes me hope that we see other systems in place that as an entirety of a server that whether no matter what we're doing imagine if you cleared ultimate you made a thousand points of progress towards something some major thing that we're all doing and if we clear a dungeon you get two points you know it's just like that everything you're doing is just feeding and grabbing and, and working together and bringing people together to have a better and a more co- uh, cohesive experience overall and and you know so i i don't know like did did they talk about having um uh battles and, uh, and battle battle classes having some kind of
0: impact well they've on the said that there's going to be some impact to it but they didn't say anything about what they would do
1: something with so a relic they maybe? said
2: they would have a role but they said yeah. that this content would be centered on crafters and gatherers
1: mm-hmm.
2: so the ability to like complete the quest for example yeah yeah you could you guards. can do it this isn't but the, the, this as a whole is not intended the actual work itself is not intended for you
1: mm. Well, that so actually brings up a good point regarding fishers. You should be able to feed the workers, right? You get the culinarians. Once we get fishers. some
2: workers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, th- I think right now we don't have anywhere for the workers to congregate. So there are no workers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's us, but th- we're kind of imaginary. So like, if there's a, a wave of NPCs that come in to start lifting stones in place or whatever, then those workers being fed would be an interesting way to tie in fishers.
0: And plus, we're all the same person technically, so they probably think that we'll just feed them ourselves right now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and the, and the question is, do those fishers, do does the do those workers just eat a certain amount per day? And if you don't mm-hmm. feed them, they they don't progress. Or if and then once you get to that amount, does it just stop receiving fish for the day? Like we don't need any more fish. We've got enough fish for. They the probably day.
0: won't do that just to, so that people don't have to worry about rushing to feed the, you know, before everyone else before yeah. the cat.
1: Exactly. Alright, so does anybody here have any more thoughts regarding the Ishgardian Restoration? Because I want to talk about Ultimate and so much more.
0: Uh, well, we do know that at least um, in 5.2, we are getting a new version of Diadem for Gatherers. So.
1: Yeah, and I have, I, I try not to put expectations that they might not be able to meet, but I'm actually really looking forward to that. Um, Ishgard Restoration has restored my enjoyment <sighs> of Gathering right now. We'll see if it, if it maintains. I <laughs> so tried doing and Gathering. Have you guys tried Descent yet with yeah, the new changes? 100%. I I cleaned up so much of my inventory. Somebody even commented on the stream saying like, wow, Brian, your inventory looks amazing. I go, thank you. (laughs) So I've desynthed probably
2: in the realm of 2,000 items, 3,000 items. Yeah. Since the change. Um, And uh, I guess I'm not understanding the point now.
1: I wish it was i wish more things were tradable <laughs> i wish more for a player economy but what it is nice about the decent change the the effect i think that it was maybe trying to do is gear doesn't drop for me like drop to the floor anymore i roll on everything everything i am breaking that down no matter what uh and that is essentially what's changed for me i wish it was more tradable because there's something inherently disgusting about like destroying gear <laughs> like in my mind but yeah. I mean, this is just my my rooted final fantasy 11 it's like no man i would like even if you ha- you lost a use for it somebody would find a use for it because it was tradable but yeah um it's it's i i really was always bummed out when gear would drop to the floor because and people were like you can trade it for seals i go at some point i i haven't needed seals forever i'm seal capped sell the cordials <laughs> like okay but i don't need guilt. Sell the like cordials. I, I i i'm a very unique situation in which that I have no need of Gil. I have no need of scripts. I have no need of, you know, and thus it would be like, but now I'm like, all right, I'm going to break it down and and sell it for parts. And that's where I just wish it was tradable because I would have-
0: Uh, It says many coming in in handy for the Sublime Solution decent. um...
1: Yeah. So
2: when you cross over the recommended number, um, you have a chance at these rarer drops, uh, these rare items. Now I'm only like in that two to 3000 items decent ballpark. Um and a substantial portion of those were leveling up decents that I didn't have high enough, uh, and so, but I don't. I have not seen a substantial. So let's say you have an item that's uh, eye level 400. Yeah. I have not seen a substantial difference in if your decent is at 401 or if it's at 460. Okay. So like being substantially over doesn't seem to make a difference. The moment you trigger that orange text that seems to just be binary from my experience now granted i mm-hmm. think to really get a feel for that you'd have to do tens of thousands of items and i'm just not there yet i'm not saying i won't get there i did it with materia before i put that materia guide out i went to Munimex i probably spent five or six hours of literally just click 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 i destroyed thousands and thousands and thousands of materia um so that's where i'm headed yeah, does but i was heat. wondering But I was wondering if anybody else is having a different experience. I'm not done, I'm not ready to put out the decent guide yet, Um, but I was wondering if anybody was having a different experience. If you could leave that in the comments below, that'd be a huge help, um, because I can only destroy so much, but I am trying. I am buying it up on vendors, (laughs) I am clearing out the market board, I'm down several million gil, I think I'm down like 5 million already, um, which when you're buying items that are 4,000, 6,000, 8,000 gil a piece, that's a lot of items.
1: The uh, one of the cool things about it though (laughs) is that I'm seeing we're seeing a lot of guild leave the economy and and transfers. Obviously, the engagement in the market economy, as well as just materials. Obviously, a lot of materials are coming in, so there's there's just this increase. Obviously, market movement, which is really exciting. It's interesting. I am uh, personally a little disappointed that I'm not. I have no issue with certain uh, new drops um, being a part of this. You know that it's like okay, there's new materials that drop. From these from these zones i wish it relied more on existing uh drops it does use them but i, I really wish it was more like yep yeah, you know we added maybe like two or three new items or four items uh for gatherers per you know uh for each one and then ev- like everything else is still just a part of the current economy thus driving more of that consumption and in, in, in the current uh stock and thus uh but i guess you know there's there would have been a risk there what are your thoughts uh, regarding the economy
2: it didn't fix the prices. I'm still finding some items sold below vendor. Both items that are generated by decent and items that I do decent, which okay. I really appreciate those people. When I'm buying stuff <laughs> at like 100 gil yeah. that's, that vendors for vendors for 200 gil, I'm like, well, thank God, this makes my money go a lot further. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think it's changing
1: anything. I think it's the same economy as before. It's just more items. Jilly, any final thoughts regarding it before we move into ultimate?
0: I haven't touched decent really yet, so um yeah i have no opinion on this okay cool
1: um we want to, uh, let's move into ultimate because one of the things we're noticing uh when we saw last time it brought 14 to the top of twitch uh and it didn't do it this at this time and that's actually kind of a shocker for me but the content is really cool i was able to catch a little bit of it yesterday not as much as i wish i wish i was able to be more of a lurker but i ended up getting really busy with just like family stuff as we prepare to have baby number four here in a week so, as we count that down. By the way, next uh, week we've got Mione on the podcast. Assuming I don't have a little one that I'm uh, having to help out with Julie at that, that time. That's Friday. So, we'll do the podcast Wednesday and then two days later uh, we'll be welcoming number four here. So, be sure to check out the podcast coming up, um, you know, next week. And and hopefully we don't have to reschedule. Congratulations
0: again, by the way. Oh, thank you very much.
1: Uh, hopefully we won't have to reschedule Mione because we had to do it because of BlizzCon. Um, that kind of interfered last time. So, we'll I'll be able to get him on and talk about some more 14. But... Um, so I was able to catch a little bit of ultimate chill. It, uh, you said that you weren't able to run me be- uh, in the pre-show uh, because uh, like your black mage wasn't able to get off work. Uh, have yeah. you been able to watch ultimate and what so far, what's your uh, impressions of it?
0: I've been watching a bit of Mr. Happy Xenos and golden top uh, mostly Mr. Happy actually. And it's been interesting. Yeah. Um, it does look like it's, it's, it definitely looks a lot harder than I feel like the other ones. Uh, especially with the lack of progress, some of them have made with the fact they've been stuck on the transition phase between phase one and two. Yeah, the transition phase, not not the real fight, but just transition.
1: How do you how do you feel? Like, do you have a prediction on when you think uh, we will start to see our first clears?
0: I think it's going to be about eleven days, maybe. You at think least. so?
1: Yeah, last yeah. time it was like ten or eleven days. A lot of that, I think, yeah. the first ultimate in the patch series is a little bit more yeah. challenging because players are still. Getting, you know, really kind of learning the rotations. We just saw, obviously, with 5-1, a lot of job adjustments that came in and forms of potency, obviously going up, but still, like, changes nonetheless. So 11 days uh, from yesterday. That would put, let's see, (laughs) what day would that be on the calendar? So uh, that would put it at uh, 7, 8, 9, 10. So by the 23rd, Uh, that'll be interesting to see. I hope hope so. Like, I like it when it takes a longer time, but obviously Yoshi P does worry about players' health in terms of that p- people are throwing themselves at this content for so long i think we saw that with the last ultimate where people went at it hard for two days and then said okay we got to take a breather like
0: yeah <laughs> it's the not thing going is, like, they to be cleared it off that breather if i'm right didn't they? they did
1: they did and that ended up i think allowing them their bodies and minds to yeah. rest a little bit because that does have a, a, a impact um
0: yeah
1: the uh so Overall, like uh, you're, I mean, Chili's a Savage Raider. If you guys don't know, uh, many podcasts, this guy's a, a, like a constant, constant <laughs> creator. Um, what are your expectations for your team going in? Obviously, you have to clear current Savage, which you've done. Yeah, um, yep, we've done. Uh, like, uh, did you clear the previous Ultimates?
0: Uh, no, we've, this is the, actually the first time because our group had some issues the last tier because. Um... One of, uh, a couple of members had to leave for real life issues so we kept getting pugs which meant it kept delaying our progress yeah um this is the 1st tier two i've actually completed it fast enough that um we, we're gonna step in before the next tier because we've got you know a couple of months yeah uh we probably won't clear it i'm gonna say this now uh i'll be happy if we do but if we yeah. don't i'm st- it's just that we want to make sure that we got something to do when we normally would raid yeah because we're, we're almost geared up from the The raid i think we only need one more weapon and everyone's geared so rather than just disbanding the static for three months we thought okay we'll just spend the normal hours and a bit of a laugh in ultimate good deal Um, so if we if we clear it we clear if we don't yeah
1: i think that's the right and healthy attitude personally is that uh are you having fun are you enjoying the content i personally am very thrilled that they make this content you know even though like chris and i talked to somebody's like are you gonna do ultimate i go no like i i just don't ever see like ultimate in my future i see savage in my future but one of the things yeah. we talked about from a content creator perspective is that we tried we tried to organize the static uh it didn't work and essentially yeah. i just got pulled into the uh, garden of salvation raid for destiny 2 and had a blast with that raid i make a gr- as a content creator i make a great pickup alt i don't make a great raid leader i just like as when it comes to content creation uh what like i feel like i want to make for the channel etc like it's in contrast to trying to sit here and try to organize a group of people uh to get that done and i I, I, i'm at peace with that now like i was really stressed about it this summer i was like man we just can't get that like i want to get into the savage stuff and then essentially i was like okay i'm just gonna have to let that go and just focus in on the stuff that i can do and that I enjoy doing as well. So, ultimately. Can I
0: promote the fact that I will probably be streaming it? When? When, when, I when are you going to be
1: streaming? Today? Uh,
0: I'll be streaming it on Friday when we go in. Uh, um, make sure
1: <laughs> you, uh, yeah, like guys, we uh, we follow him on Twitch. We'll be sure to include his uh, Twitch link in the description. So, if you're watching this uh, and before Friday, go check him out. Cheer I him on. You,
0: it will not probably be family friendly. So, I'll just anyone that listens i warn you i'm sorry
1: <laughs> i i don't know how people don't like you have to like be able to be listening yeah. and, and that's why it's like i don't think I, yeah. I i'd be surprised if anybody would stream an ultimate on youtube the way you play that. a lot
2: of first person shooters we do not cover them on this channel yeah. i would like this channel to remain something that if you want to play it will play our videos yeah. without headphones at work that that is okay if you want to have kids around that that is okay um, well, and I want to give that not... up
0: in case people do go to the stream and then it gets a bit colourful because <laughs> I don't want to be, you know. Yep,
1: you're good. You're yep. good. Like, yeah, I don't. You should I... hear me playing Halo. My <laughs> oh, like, "Are you even
2: having fun?" <laughs>
1: uh... You should hear my wife playing Halo. Uh...
2: <laughs> That's who I'm playing with.
1: Uh... Whoever says
0: being a raid leader is like being the parent of seven adult kids. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that sounds like what I really has to with.
1: I agree with that. So like, all right, I so, mean, when I
2: played in, when I was raid led WoW, it was a group of those dudes, we were 25 of us.
1: So, beyond Ultimate itself, they've, we've seen t- numerous uh, changes to the job adjustments. I've gone hands on with Summoner. I've been playing, I, fin- I finished Red Mage, and I'm working on the guides, uh, and I'm doing White Mage, and love it every second of that. Um, but we've seen those balance adjustments. I haven't touched Ninja yet. Um, what are you guys feeling about the current uh, balance of the jobs that we have for PvE content? So my
2: concerns with Ultimate, oh. since I didn't get to share I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, sorry. A, um, I'm a horrible are, host. <laughs> are that, that if the viewership is down, if we can't keep up okay. with the other games now, does this mean that we definitely shouldn't have a third Ultimate? And does this lower the position of Ultimates in expansions to come? They've been this pinnacle of content. They've been one of the measures of them has been the interest in them. We have like forty some odd teams competing for World First, with, according to Frosty's list, who's
1: tracking all this. Yeah, not all of them are streaming, but yeah.
0: Yeah, you got to remember most of those. Any, a lot of the serious um, World Firsters will not stream it because. You know it's harder for them to focus if they've got a chat on at the same time. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think sharing your progress, I think there's something there's some advantage to it. if they're stuck on a mechanic they they, yeah. they don't know how you're getting past it. Um, yeah. it's there's a big shift in the Wow community now that method streams that progress. But I, I think that's my question to you guys. like yeah. that's to to kind of finish that topic up does that does that change the position of ultimate? is is the interest in ultimate just wearing out? Is it something with Shadowbringers? Like Shadowbringers, in theory, should be the biggest this game's ever been. Why are the ultimate viewership numbers so low?
1: Right now, it's at fourteen point six thousand, and I've been uh, tracking it, and I've seen it get up into twenties. Last time we saw it get much higher, um, with the last ultimates, and um, that's actually the thing I've been tracking a lot is is it's like what we call earned earned media. Now we're just looking right now at Twitch numbers. We, we're figuring out better ways to kind of bring in like videos and, and content creation itself, like who's all making content for this game. But uh, the numbers are interesting. I think uh, it, as as much uh, as I know some people don't like World of Warcraft, especially like from that perspective, World of Warcraft is almost at, um, uh, you know, uh, 66,000 viewers right now. And they obviously from a um, uh, kind of a, a personality perspective, Asma Gold, you know, commands a huge... Uh, viewership they're like you know and world of warcraft has that i think the resurgence of uh classic though has uh and and, and we talked about it when it came out like we hope that classic can help reshape what it means to be an mmorpg because we've seen um you know trends uh, over the last decade and you can see that wow clearly uh with bfa being one of the most hated games released (laughs) for in the series. You know didn't do well but now with a return to classic there is an interest and i think it does two things i think people who can't play classic because they don't have the time can watch it and and that could be one reason why numbers are up for that um because you can have your personal experience you don't need to watch and there's also a risk if you're a new player coming into 14 there's a risk you're going to see something in shadowbringers and the story is so protected that that is one thing and even ultimate in itself you know it could have that people could be talking about the story and you could still be in heaven's word so there could be just the fact that maybe with the story being so good the the wave of players is still working their way through the content and we see that we've seen that people when people come into our podcast saying hey are you talking about story spoilers because i'm i'm still in heaven's word or i'm still in stormblood and it's like okay we ha- even still in uh, november you know, months after the expansion, I have to still—I still have to, in the back of my head, think consciously about the words I use when it talks about the story. uh Chili, what are your thoughts?
0: I agree. As a content creator, you've got to make sure you don't spoil it for anyone because anyone can join in. And get, uh, someone could be joining as we're speaking right now. Yeah. You know, they might have just downloaded the game and started it up, and anything we say would technically be a spoiler for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Could be. Um, yeah.
0: Uh. And with the fact that the ultimates of previous fights as well, that's again another bit of a spoiler because some people might just want to learn what's the fights hmm. in Alexander without actually knowing the fights. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, oh, they'd go, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Okay. So, th- I, didn't oh, know I mean, Power that was in Alexander.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel that my concern is, is that. There's just not enough interest in creating content around the game that it's like you said, like obviously like the the top, uh, you know, 14 streamers right now uh, are commanding a large audience, 5,000, 6,000 viewers, etc., which is fantastic, Uh, you know, and I'm really happy for them. But then there's a big drop and maybe it's also there's just not enough content creation around the game itself. And thus that's why we continue to try to encourage it. Uh, within the community like just like yeah like make it somebody asked me "It's like hey I, you know like would it would it be okay if i make a controller guide i'm like yes you know do it you know like it's like i don't see it as competition i see it as you know more collaborative uh because maybe i'll learn something you know in that regards but i think it helps for me like because i have i feel like i have such a deep deep love for the game um that i want it to continue to grow and i want more people to experience it and if they don't like it that's fine but i at least want more people to try and experience the game and see if it is something for them uh if they are connected into uh kind of what what it means what was interesting because i started i've been i'm trying i'm tracking more and more games as i as i've been like doing this kind of research project and it's interesting to see obviously single player games even multiplayer games um how they perform over time there's there's usually a nice initial kick uh and then obviously a a massive drop when it comes to the single player games uh borderlands 3 uh, for me is unsurprising in how fast it has fallen off in terms of that um, of that kind of content. Basically what I was calling um, back in the time. Like, it is a multiplayer game. People will continue to play it. But from a content perspective, I think that's why we see games that have more sandbox elements perform better. That's why we see uh, Fortnite. That's why we see Minecraft. That's why we see these games that have this sense of discovery and creation perform better over time. So that's just a, that, that's just my piece on it. Uh, Chris, do you have any uh, thoughts before we move into the next... Uh, Section?
2: No, I mean we can let's talk about jobs. Um, yeah. I mean I think ultimate's a natural segue into that. The the balance of jobs, it'll be interesting to see what the their grade comp of the, the world first is because yeah. that's what sets the meta. Um, any any assumptions about what classes are good and bad will be if one guild clears it with that comp, with that class being a major role, um, that'll kind of set the trend, right? What are what is the tank what is the tank combo of the top guild?
1: Yeah. I'm really excited to see how that, that plays out with all the new uh, new thoughts because we'll be putting out like, uh, you know, uh, a new kind of uh, tier list regarding kind of the jobs and how they're ranking uh, and then uh, adding in essentially uh, what we decided from the, from a utility perspective because people didn't like that I didn't rank based off of utility. And I say, how do you rate hugs and kisses? You know, it's <laughs> like how do you rate raises when you're in a, in a clear versus a uh, progression and progression utility for a raise perspective is huge in a farm perspective you shouldn't be dying and and so it's like let's like you want to focus in on 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 dps so we're going to be looking at what the top guilds are using as a part of party comp and scoring utility based off of those jobs that do that so if more people prefer a a dancer bard combo uh you know or something like that that's how we're going to use it and so we'll do actually as a tier list we're going to do just raw data raw numbers and then another category right next to it yeah and rank it based off utility so
0: uh summoners busted right now i can see the compet- uh, the winning team being um summoner ninja <laughs> no
1: i agree i agree like i liked I, my dps yeah. went up yeah. my, my dps for summoner went up my love of summoner tells me i want a different summoner i think it's time mm-hmm. that they go back to the drawing board for the job but that's going to be 6.0 at a minimum
2: 5.1. I need you to redo my job in 5.1. Oh, I can't imagine the frustration that would be behind the people that that made the game to to in a point .1 feel the need to uh, to redo it.
1: I think it's uh, time. especially yeah. good. Ahead, go ahead. Oh, that that's hard
2: because it, they just spent so long and they just spent a ton of effort making Machinist, and it's not just one job. Like it's not like they they have like a whole dev team for each right. job.
1: Yeah. So it's a ton of work. I want the summoner to almost kind of return to its kind of leaven roots in which that, like, as a part of it, you have your, I'm a, you know, I'm a summoner, and then you get to then bring out something awesome. And you have some of that with Bahamut and Phoenix, but essentially with the, egg like, literally I think it, it needs a full-on uh, redesign in which that maybe you could, you know, your summons are either a part of a rotation or something more than that. Because literally I'm, 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 I'm I've gotten to that point where I'm just like, i like the the aspect of summoner that it and because my eggies can't be hit because they can't die yeah. because they're not really a pet anymore they're just an automatic dps uh automatic you know like you know just like that, that regular you know auto attack for me now and they do have function but the way that it's shifted the way that it's changed really drives me to the point where i'm like let's make Summoner something epic. Like bring, like when you bring out Bahamut and Phoenix, that is a really cool moment. Why can't we have that moment with even more of what makes Summoner so interesting and rooted as a part of the game's design? And that's what I see what Machinist did. We were like, man, Machinist just doesn't it excite me. But now it does. Like when I get to bring out the queen, like you, we could argue numbers and stuff, but when I get to do that, I feel more like a Summoner than the Summoner feels currently.
0: So you're saying that the next expansion is going to be the caster expansion?
1: Oh well, we never had a caster as a main job in any of the
0: trailers. Because um, the only job we're missing now is healer and caster. Then mm-hmm. every job has free roll, free free rolls.
2: Yeah, I th- I think 6.0 will have. Uh, yeah, I, th- I would think it's healer caster. That'd be cool. Yeah.
1: I'd be For really cool with that. I'd be really excited about that. Yeah. Um, because I, both are casters. I'm pinning
0: down um, Geomancer and Time Mage
1: oh really okay so i was gonna i definitely would see i could see a time mage i don't know geomancer would work as the healer right
0: yeah because they've already made the cameo in the astrologian quest lines Mm -hmm. and you've also got the dungeon based on a geomancer
1: yeah a lot of people i remember when i was saying like uh like i i i I said uh dancer uh i didn't have gunbreaker but i was was thinking like dancer and uh, what jobs it was like calling um, I, man, I have to go look back at this video, and people are like, "It's geomancer because of the dungeon." I go, "Oh no, 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 no!"
2: <laughs> it would be interesting to do it um, to to say, "Okay, it's time to go back," and I, it'd be interesting to make thaumaturge an in-game class, um, oh, and and let make thaumaturge Arcanist uh, or thaumaturge um, uh, like it, so to go back and make the base job the a end job. game because I I think that it's a bummer yeah, that those get actually tossed. Means
1: healer so (laughs) right
2: and so it'd be it'd be super interesting to kind of like take the domiturge and make that your your time mage interpretation or, or whatever
1: um yeah like that's where i think though from like them with summoner they they didn't fully split they split them as much as i guess they could without really splitting scholar and summoner and uh and so like they share like one or two base skills now which is kind of funny and interesting but yeah like i would see like they could they could do so much with it um finish uh, yeah, the split mage
0: could heal at in oh, right, zoela
1: finish the split all right so uh,
0: can i just add please one, uh, one yeah last yeah. thing? Go ahead um, uh the only reason why i'm going with time mage for the healer yeah well no for the dps sorry is mainly because um astrologian used to have quite a lot of time-based magic yep they used to, and since they reworked they've got rid of pulled all of them
1: out. they pulled it out and that's why always people would say like, "Yeah, I'd love to see a time mage." And they're like, "We have astrologian." Yeah. I go, "Astrologian isn't a time mage. They have some time magic, but it's not yeah. a time mage." And that's actually what I would love to see in even Final Fantasy XI. Like I've always wanted to have that that job. From especially as it as it related to tactics, it's so fascinating. You get you get speed up, you get slow down, you get your gravity and your time and space magic. Like there's so oh. much they could do with it. It is. I wanted to live in a, a job. job. Oh, like the time age is a limited job.
2: Yeah, I think because there are because there are aspects of manipulating time that would not work in standard content. Yeah, trial content, raid content, etc. And and to really embrace those, the thing about the limited job system is you don't have. There are no rules. It doesn't have to be balanced. If you can, if you can make the boss stand still, make the boss stand still. Like just do it. Um, and and What, what would the
1: limit break be? Uh, <laughs> like a tracer <laughs> essentially like oh we wiped time age limit break we're all dead now we're alive
0: <laughs> I like if it just a clock appeared underneath everyone and then it reversed it went backwards yeah exactly like, like, like
1: busted out like tracer and be like oh, oh my yeah. goodness that'd be but imagine it being like if we wiped we were and we yeah. had the limit break the time age could still like yeah. pop it off and then it's like res- you know like right r- 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 yeah. r- but, cool. but only <laughs> a limited
2: job lets you screw with things like that like if you don't if you don't make it a limited job, it has to be a job that can be picked up out of the party and the party still functions, and dropped yeah. in and the party still functions. You yeah. can't break party mechanics. Right.
0: Well, that's why stop would probably be um, just a generic stun, really.
2: Right. Which you, that's why I like the limited job system. Is it lets you explore. Concepts that would otherwise break yeah. basic game mechanics. Well, they, that
1: means they can do it, and if it does, it, it like it, it doesn't ruin the, the raid. Like if all of a sudden well, people they would said, be upset. They, they all of a sudden the update to blue mage said, "Hey, you can burn down ultimates like that. You just got to come with two blue mages, and you know, and you'll be fine." <laughs> You know, then that yeah. people would be upset by that fact um right. i want to i want to shift focus uh unless anybody has anything else <laughs> on this uh, i want to talk about the relic and the fact that we haven't heard anything really about we haven't it. heard anything and typically we would get them in uh, f- uh the the one point you know the 0.15 patch uh stormblood got it mm-hmm. delayed to 2.5 uh due to obviously the delay in eureka uh they talked about the redoing of diademus gathering focus content but yet we don't know what's happening with the relic. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Chili, what are your thoughts?
0: Uh, it's a bad thing, really, because normally the relic is a step behind the um, savage gear. Yeah, it's a bit, bit weird for them to rush ahead to like a high levelish relic at the start. It does, it does
1: create a gap in in uh, when we go to five two, which will increase the the overall gear, um, you know, yeah. the gear score that's out there. So I mean, they, they'll make adjustments to it, but yeah, like typically at this point. Like you could, uh, you would be right behind ultimate. I mean, you'd be right behind Savage.
2: Chris. Without talking about lore or spoilers, um, it is possible that the 5.0 content cannot host a relic, that it is something that needs to be more from, you know, where we are now. And then it would be neat to see the high level crafting stuff have an effect on that. So it would be neat to see it tied behind progress on Ishgardian restoration. And that would be the only reason in my mind to hold it this late. Otherwise, I'm kind of bummed. Otherwise, I wish they would at least tease it or tell us about it in the live letter. But if it's meant to be hidden behind Guardian restoration, you would have to keep it a secret.
0: Well, yeah, chances are, remember the last, the, the last, the the first relic that had diadem? There was actually ingredients you needed to gather from diadem for the relic.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, and if, uh, if the diadem is getting reworked and their intent is to tie this into relic, it, it doesn't make sense because it only, I think for me the, the strength in them and uh, us not knowing what it is, is that when they do tell us about it, it's not like we're waiting a long time. When they told us about Eureka and how it was tied to the relic, it was really like, and then it got delayed and then it was like, okay, you know, as opposed to now where hopefully it's ready. Like, it's like, Hey, by the way, and here's the relic system and you're going to be playing it in a month.
0: Oh man! Yeah, you know,
1: yeah, exactly. And then, then we can talk about that for a, a, instead of like, well, what is it going to be? Like, I had the biggest concerns for New Game Plus, and they announced it, and then they never really talked about it, and then they delivered it, and I go, what a waste of time! <laughs> you know, like that was my reaction to it because it didn't necessarily appeal to me, but I'm glad that it exists for people out there.
0: It is useful it. though. Like, um I watch She Heals I Tank. Yeah, you know, Twitch She Heals I Tank. Um. Her friend Hyper Pixie, uh, she's been playing the game on and off. She mainly plays ESO instead. Yeah. Um, but they do a Greenleaf stream where uh, Arvi and Hyper play either ESO or Final Fantasy. They swap every week. Mm-hmm. Um, so Arvi's helping Hyper with Privacy 14. Well, now with New Game Plus, she's just entered Heaven's Ward. Yeah. So Arvi has used New Game Plus to reset her character back to the start of New Game Plus so that she can experience it with her in the stream.
1: Mm-hmm. And if they made it to where those single player fights were like allowing them to do them together, it would have been it would have been perfect content in my opinion. Yeah. Just because it's awesome, but they then have to they have to stop playing together to go do this this piece and then come back together. And that's but it's my, still yeah. better than oh, it's still better than one a person what a what.
0: that's just sat around.
1: Yeah. If if my brother started playing. And he's still an ARR, so I'd have to wait till after five three. But if he decided to come back yeah. and, and play, I would absolutely use New Game Plus. I just wish that there was a, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep saying, I wish there was some other tangible benefit for doing so. It doesn't have to be efficient. I just be experience a title. Uh, a title. You know, yeah, if you have
2: all your jobs capped, it is what it is. But experience is the simple mm-hmm. thing to grant.
1: Yeah. Like, even a tenth of the experience that it would... Because, like, I don't want to make it, you know, like, crazy, but it's like, it can, okay, cool. Imagine if I was level 70 and he's level 15 and then I could go join him and then we're playing together and I happen to, you know, get a reduction in experience, but I'm still somewhat making progress so that, like, I am going towards Cap or something like
0: that. Uh, the asked, internet they...
1: Mo- tombstones or whatever, those Moogle yeah. tombstones? Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. tell you,
0: he said, well, if they give the Moogle tombstones, you know, the... Um... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the fake, the irregular. Yeah. Exactly, hundred percent.
1: Right. Yeah, like it does. Like I don't, I don't. need it to be amazing. Basic, basic, basic. I don't need it to be amazing. I need it to be just a little taste, just a little. You know, a little more. You know, thank you very much for your time. You mm-hmm. know, it's like great. You know, like I. The the enjoyment and the, and the appreciation is me playing with my friend, but I'm not sitting here somewhat sacrificing. You know, because essentially, mm-hmm. like, most cases are, skip the cutscene. Let's go. But now at least we have this so it's a good tool i am not like uh, i'm not completely against it i'm just like ah yeah like just like a little taste of something would be pretty sweet in my opinion
0: yeah All right. yeah, I you, yeah it'd be great if they could just give a few per quest yeah like one or two based on how long yeah. the quest is just
1: a uh, hell just one like it doesn't even have to be a mathematical equation
0: well no it, it, <laughs> yeah one for a normal quest and maybe two if the quest involves doing a dungeon there you go perfect or two if it's an instance you know yeah what i mean one way back you gotta do combat or yeah you know, there's you don't just go talk to one person pick up some trash and then go to talk to another person
1: um i'm gonna i'm gonna shift focus to kind of a final thing before we, we jump into final thoughts um are you excited about blue mage going to 60 uh, we talked a little bit about limited jobs earlier with the job changes and i uh, my heart broke for the summoner conversation but uh what are your thoughts about blue mage uh, as it's going to 60 and the changes they've made therein Chili.
0: Oh, me? Good. Yes, yes, yes! I love Blue Mage. And I'm really looking forward to the new content. I've looked at some of the um, um, leaks. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to learning some of those abilities, especially with the change in the uh, speed of learning spells.
1: Are uh, are we getting a re raise
0: yet? It looks like we're getting some sort of raise or heal. Mm-hmm. So I, it, they didn't, I haven't seen all the abilities, they just saw little icons. Okay. So.
1: Yeah, the uh, the like getting a re-raise, I think, would be amazing as a blue yeah. mage. I, I, I wish we would see a re-raise just as a natural spell, um, for like uh, like uh, healers or something like that. But still, like I'm like, oh my gosh, that would but be, no, that'd be amazing. You've seen,
0: you've, I'm sure you know about the rework where um, I don't know if it was this patch because I've got all the abilities right now, so I can't. I like five five one the actually
1: has the uh, the, the increased uh, learning. I don't yeah, know if that's of- going to apply to the new spells, but I know that's the kind of a way to. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. I like, think it
0: does. It's oh. to encourage people to keep going in. Well I mean yeah, encourage people. Okay.
1: Uh,
2: people had it. plenty of encouragement to go in initially, and I don't have every single one, but I have a fair bit. I I, I think that keeping the current stuff nice and grindy for the people that do play a lot and then making mm-hmm. things easier for the old stuff for people that want to feel like they have progress when they have less time to play.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like there should be a balance between the two because some of the spells did take like uh shiva because of the way shiva worked you had to wait for her to change to her boast stance and then have her use her ability yeah so that meant you had to wait quite a while before actually uh, right yeah
2: yeah. i think it's great to have just a handful of abilities that are locked like that you don't want them all to be locked like that but it's nice to have a few that are really hard to get
1: i'd still i'd still appreciate like if they had some form of merit point system or some kind of glamour level system in this game that made that kept XP relevant. Um, mm-hmm. Blue Mage, once you got all your, uh, your, you hit your level cap, and then you have all your open world skills, then it's mm-hmm. just they kind of dispersed. And it's like it'd be neat if there was some reason. Same thing with Ishgardian Restoration, with the Crafters, etc. It'd be neat if there was some reason that that always provided a value, whether you choose to right. engage with it or not, it would be up to right. you. But every time I complete a challenge log, and it gives me zero, zero XP it's just like oh god i wish how many times yes yes how many
2: times do i have to learn to throw a fish as a blue mage and it's just scoring up you've learned the skill one time two (laughs) times three times four times okay you've learned it a hundred times now you can throw a namatsu
1: you know
0: yeah it does the
2: same thing same spell it's just a visual change to the spell effect yeah
0: I don't know. That'd be kind of painful for my lalafell.
1: That would be, that'd be <laughs> so awesome. cool. That would be that'd so be cool. So but that, that, that would also be that would also tie into more concepts for uh, earned media that kind of ties back into our earlier conversation. There's more things that essentially that is as a player base that you could easily go and then create. Like hopefully we'll see the game either one of two things um, come to its natural conclusion and then have a follow-up with whatever Yoshi P has been working on since 2016 or that they're able to bring in more sandbox elements into this core game and continue it on for a very very long time with that chili we are at time do you have any final thoughts where can people find you how many podcasts are you promoting today <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh well i just want to say i really can't wait for blue mage that's my main content i've been looking forward for in this entire patch nice so uh, but you can contact me at mg on school on twitter uh, I am Moogle Go Around Radio. Check out which Moogle Go Around Radio. I'd also like to shout out to some other podcasts that I really enjoy, such as sea Hills I Tank, Phoenix Down Radio, Music Arts, XMD, Gather Together, and, of course, Casual Hardcore Podcast, which oh. I'm on right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: G- you sir go check out the channel what to game you're a gift to the uh to the community i appreciate <laughs> you um yeah so we'll uh we uh guys will be sure to try to include links if uh, if i can get chili to make sure i, I get all those in the description of this you can also follow him at mgr chili underscore chili mm-hmm. check him out on twitch as well and then also check out uh his podcast Google uh, go Round radio which is fantastic so uh chris what are you working on where can people find yes. us
2: Oh, we're working through 5.11 content and I know we have a lot of guides with that. We have a lot of being back in the games, giving us a chance to go back and finish up all the things that we put on our big to-do list in 5.0 to have done before 6.0 that we are not done with um next week we have Meoni on the podcast which will be a chance to talk about hopefully some of the things we did not get to this week because there's a lot to talk about so i'd love to talk about things like the changes to pvp i'd love to talk about content that's not out yet things like deep dungeon spend a little longer talking about relic um and then i would love to talk spoilers i don't know if he'll be interested we didn't get to that today um i've really enjoyed the story and i've enjoyed and that's that's a change for me and so i'd love to have that conversation um, there's a lot of other side content in the game. These patches are enormous. So we only touched on not even half of .11, much less all of .1, much less all of... There's there's just so much to do in 14 right now. Um, it's
1: a great time. Yeah, and
2: then it's we're a playing a ton to of other stuff, so... Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, uh, guys. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in uh, here. Uh, we did broadcast this one on Mixer. Be sure to follow us on uh, there. Link will be in the description below. Uh, obviously, uh, we're going to be tossing this up on YouTube, but you can find the podcast also where podcasts are delivered, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, and SoundCloud. So be sure to leave us a review on any of those platforms. It really helps us out as well. Uh, we're a creator-focused podcast. We like to talk about anything and everything video games, uh, especially with people who are making uh, various content if there's somebody you want to see uh, make their way to the casually hardcore podcast please let us know often more than not you're introducing us to somebody you know it's as as far as it goes like I've Uh, you know people have been like oh I I follow you and it's like you know like they have millions of subscribers and it's like I feel really humbled by that that fact but it's like I wasn't even aware of them as a content creator so like if you either make content and you're interested in uh, getting some help need some help reach us that reach out let us know how we can help you as well as also if you have anybody that you particularly follow that you think would be a fun conversation here uh, for this this goes beyond MMOs this has always been I guess our product that we really enjoy uh, because it gives us the opportunity to talk to anybody and everybody within the creation space and hopefully have some interesting conversations last week we had tanner uh he's from uh, uh, robocast talking about minecraft uh, like uh, and then like chris said we have Mioni up next but i'm gonna use this to, to wrap it up thanks for chat for hanging out thanks <laughs> thanks chili for joining in uh for work to game my name is brian my name's chris my name's Chili. Thanks so much for watching. This guy's a pro. He's right there. (laughs) Uh, We hope you have a fantastic week, and we'll see you next time. Take care.